to your neighbor and say there are more of the light in you than darkness more of the light more of God's light than any darkness any sin or there's more of this light in you more it's good to see everyone back from holidays from summer being away and maybe not yet everyone's back but i really encourage everyone to participate in upcoming um, fasting and prayer and somebody is is was asking if th that means that we don't have to eat that we can't eat and i was thinking well yes it's about f um just saying no to what is really difficult to us and nowadays we really have a lot of food a lot of temptations and one of the i would say demons is over <laughs> overeating is some kind of emotional eating i would say and that we find comfort in food but obviously uh you can find other ways how you can fast from whatever is you feel at maybe taking too much of your time and whatever you know that you're struggling with um, maybe you think you gossip too much and then you you make a decision that now for the let's say 10 days I will watch myself I will not talk badly about anyone I will not gossip and you are carefully watching your actions and you know your weaknesses you know maybe you watch too much uh, soap operas maybe it's technology uh, social media you know what it is for you and just it can be your decision to to fast from these things and I want to read from Galatians first. It says, um, Carry each other's burdens, and you will fulfill the law of Christ. And that everyone uh, search their hearts, their deeds, and uh, you will carry, everyone will carry their, their own loads, their own burdens. Says, uh, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And for if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, 
he deceives himself. And you can say it loud that what you sow, you will reap. What I will sow, I will harvest. And some things you will only harvest in heaven, but some things will be already seen in on earth. Um, be careful of what you say, what you preach, because sometimes you can already see the negative effect of it, your words, your actions on this earth. And we read further. We read that let no one who start the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Let the one. And do not be deceived. God is not mocked for Whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. And our flesh, it needs to be tamed and we have to train, we have to work hard to say no to fleshly desires. And it's like a physical training. So the same way with physical training is that you will notice you will get stronger and stronger at uh, saying no to flesh desires. And It says, let us not grow weary of doing good things. And if you turn to your spouse, your husband or wife, he or she is the first. You have to show this practice, this on them in your family. Um, later on, it's, of course, everyone you face daily, it's your co-workers, your whatever you are. But... You have your uh, husband, your wives, your children, the first people you see every day who you need to practice this. And in chapter 5, verses 13, says, You were called for freedom, brothers. Uh, only do not use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. So it's uh, showing to your personal responsibility. And we have to understand that it's us who has to take responsibility. Uh, it's not uh, talking about your husband or your wife, but it's your own responsibility before God how you behave it says 
through love serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. And those are opposed to each other. To keep you from doing the things you want to do. And it's like these two lions, animals in us that's always fighting. And the one who you feed, who you look after, he will win. And it's this constant fight, constant uh, conflict in us. As I said earlier, the more you crucify your body, the more you crucify your flesh, you will get stronger and it will be easier and easier for you the next time when the temptation comes, when you face some kind of mm, choices. As I say, uh, here we read, these are opposed to each other and you can't do the things, you can't do whatever things you want. And uh, here it says, if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. But it does not mean that we can do whatever we want. Um, it's Bible says that if you are led by the Spirit, you will not fulfill the works of the flesh, the desires of the flesh. And if you ever, for example, attempted to defeat your desires by your own uh, strength, your own effort, let's say you decide not to eat something sweet, desserts, um, let's say you just try hard not to do it and you see that you, you fail. This is how we fight flesh with flesh and it's not uh, only enough that you just decide and say, oh, I will not do this anymore. And then you try hard not to do it. But we many times see that we fail and we're weak. We see our weakness. But it says, come to God, come to you need to acknowledge that you need God, you need Holy Spirit, the strength of the Spirit, and you just acknowledge that without God, you're not capable of defeating something. Um, you acknowledge that you need Holy Spirit, and only with Holy Spirit you can win, you can defeat sin, and 
That's when you walk in spirit, when you um, dedicate everything to God and just give to His hands. And if we read from Corinthians... says for we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body whatever whether good or bad um verse 15 from ephesians It said, "Be careful of how you spend your time, and that you, we watch, must watch how we behave, because the days are short." And whatever we read here, these passages says that. We will have the fruits, uh, the harvest. We will reap what we sow. And that we will be judged. Our deeds will be evaluated. And it kind of, it kind of shows that we have... Um, a few judgments so it's first either you will show up to the court to the final judgment day um, with Jesus or without Jesus and then God will look into our lives how we lived And here the devil will always, uh, throughout our lives, will try to push us down and make us feel really unworthy. The devil takes the Bible, he can quote, and he always will try to make us feel guilty, will make us feel like we're uh, losers as Christians. Um... God, so yeah, the the devil can take the Bible and then create some new teachings that we will enter into this comfort Christianity. Um, as a lot of new movements, new teachings say, yeah, the grace will cover everything. You're under grace. Uh, so I can kind of live to myself however I want. And then the grace just covers everything. I'm saved. Jesus died for me. But as we have read in the story of uh, prod prodigal son, we see that he walked away from his father He chose to walk away. He started living for himself um, according to his desires. 
he just had only uh, parties. He wasted all his money, all his share. He went to the deepest lows with pigs, with low, all kinds of low lives. And only when he saw the consequences at how fallen he is, he saw his situation and he realized that it's only by his choices, by his actions, he ended up in this situation. He felt so sorry and luckily he understood and it was not too late to come back and repent and be restored. And the grace, the mercy is given to us to live a godly life. Um, not to live however we want and always the, the cause is following the actions they all have a, a consequences and we sometimes see the results of our bad choices and as the son he walked away He just saw everything, how dirty it is, how dark, and how he failed, and he he felt sorry, and he started to be disgusted by by his lifestyle, and can sometimes God allows us to to reap the consequences of our uh, disobedience, our sinful life, if we deceive ourselves and try to convince that it's all good because God loves me and I'm under grace and then people live however we want. And we start to justify ourselves that I can do whatever I want, let's say drinking alone because you feel like nobody sees you and you don't hurt, you don't harm anyone, and but you do, you do influence people. All of your actions, your choices influence those around you, your family, your close loved ones. Jesus uh, had a choice and we are all given uh, a choice, a free will because even uh, Jesus, our Savior, he, he had to accomplish this mission on earth and he was giving a free will to to choose uh, to do the will of God and it was difficult for him. He saw he was suffering. It was a difficult choice. Um, his body
body, his flesh didn't want the suffering, but he still proved by being on this earth that it's possible, this uh, life in spirit is possible, life being led by the Holy Spirit. And uh, a lot of the times later on, we notice that these uh, wake-up calls from God when He shook us, when He awakened us in our dark places, in our lows, it's when He really gave us the, the mercy, the ch chance to wake up and turn the other way turn back come back to him and this is the mercy of god it enables us to wake up from sinful life wake up from sleep and from this satisfaction only satisfying our flesh lifestyle god is calling us back to him and his mercy let's not abuse his mercy while we have time uh, always choose God always choose obedience the sin is really uh, deceiving uh, it can come very uh, unnoticeably and first it might seem attractive, it might seem nothing really very bad, but it will always lead you to destruction, lead you to shame and guilt. And you know, and we always, as humans, uh, even if we read these verses that are not very pleasant to read, let's say you read what you saw. And I used to think, ah, it's for sinners. It's for those people who don't have Jesus. It's for the world. But it's the words intended for Christians. Uh, it is a warning for us all. It is talking about the importance of our own decisions and choices we make daily. And if you face every single day uh, conflicts, let's say you face a choice. Should I say something bad now? You feel really angry at your spouse and you feel like you just want to scream and shout some negative words, um, put them down. But if we just research, search our heart really, and what is the motive, what fruit will it bring, uh, how these words might affect them, and what kind of um, harvest will it bring in the end, these seeds, uh, whatever seeds we sow, it will always bring fruit bad or good and 
and some preacher once said that whatever you face, some negative words, bad uh, behavior from someone, uh, he is asking, is this already the harvest that I see or it's just someone sowing or it's already the result of my my sowing and and you know these uh, youtubers very famous now to share your opinion on youtube about every single thing that's happening you know for example some kind of uh, people they're just um, commenting churches commenting movements um, and they think that they're really righteous that they know the truth but you know Christianity is about small practical things it's about your daily life, how you live with your family, with your loved ones, your co-workers. Um, it's not about how wisely you can talk and judge others and point out others' weaknesses. Um, it's, it's how we have in Lithuanian a saying, uh, less talking, more action. It is about action, after all, about, you know, that sometimes we come to this point where we really are tired from Christian talks, Christian speeches, big speeches, big words, but all that matters is then how these people live live their daily simple lives and yeah we can read from proverbs for example chapter 13 Verse 4, the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Um, chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. Uh, go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. It is really fascinating that God is showing to a small ant to show us that she is working, <clears throat> planning, and considering uh, 
her ways. So it's just showing that it's important to <coughs> make action, do things, not just sit in one place and do nothing. Just sitting there for this money tree to grow and then I can just harvest it. But the Bible many times is praising hard work. It says the God will bless the works of your hands. If you even don't wash dishes in your house, you don't wash your cup, and you're just dreaming about some riches or being in influential ministries, but just approach any of these people who have gathered a lot in life. Um, you know, they worked hard, they really sweat, sweated hard, and they were dedicated, where they were uh, crucifying their desires, really discipline, uh, disciplining themselves to be where they are today. And God really blesses the works of our hands. And do not be deceiving yourselves. Do not um, try to create new teachings uh, to satisfy your lifestyle. You know, whatever you do, uh, God is saying, do it as for God. And you're not uh, lazy. You're not cheating on let's say only try to look good before the eyes of your boss but when he doesn't see you're doing just going on your phone God is saying be uh, honest work hard um, always work hard as if you work for God himself and we do it with all of our hearts, all of our strength, and all of our, mm, just all of our abilities, whatever God has given us. You know, you have to do something like go for a walk as you promised uh, with your wife, but you feel lazy. You rather want to stay home and play video games but you know relationships are hard and it is hard work and if we uh, sow to the flesh we will reap as the bible says we will reap death is the reap destruction if we sow to your flesh, if you sow to your dis fleshly desires, you know, uh, maybe I would have to spend time with my children, um, 
give up my give them my time, my attention, but you'd rather go on your phone and let's say listen to something that's pleasant for for you, um, even though it's if it's a maybe it's a sermon and then you feel so such a good Christian for listening to another sermon meanwhile you um, abandon you ignore your family needs you might feel like I'm being too emotional here shouting a lot but I just feel this burning inside that these practices this behavior from Christians really is making me feel this way. And also, as the Bible reminds us, the Bible, in the Bible, God says those who He loves, He really disciplines. And it's only because He loves us, because He wants good for us. He doesn't want us to to uh, walk away and be deceived going to church for one hour maybe I'll stay home um, I'm not gonna comment more on that you, you can you understand how it goes um, everything that we so today, not only we will read, but our sisters, brothers in church, families, children. You know, there are so many of these verses in the Bible. From, uh, let's say, another proverb, 11, says, those who give they become richer and if they keep to themselves uh, more than they need they lose more <laughs> they become poorer and generous soul will be full satisfied And I really am admiring my mom. I know my children always say, uh, where does our grandma have so much money from? And I'm just asking, <laughs> as well asking her, where do you get all this money from? But she's so generous. She's always giving to everyone. She just gives with generosity. Remember, she was uh, in bank. And she was offered some kind of insurances against accidents and uh, life insurance. she uh, experienced accidents and insurance in total paid her 110,000 pounds in total uh, euros 
but by God's mercy, everything has been uh, restored in her body. She was healed, but still insurance paid her. But And she never kept uh, this money only for herself. She wanted to bless everyone. She saw the need in community. She always saw the needs of others. And you see this, this is the principle of God, is when you really give and not to try to keep more than you need. And it's really active uh, law, spiritual law. You know, this is the position of the heart. If I have something I want to share, if I have more than I need for this day, I will give to those who don't have. And it's not that we... have to look at others and say um it's like when we are with expecting heart and let's say we say oh i was in need and he didn't give i was in need and the church didn't do anything for me but always we have to look at our own hearts our own mm, actions not what others have done or not because everyone will have to Uh, answer to God um, according to their deeds. So not to look at others, but look at what you're doing, how generous you are. And, you know, when you, for example, serving And maybe you start sometimes questioning why it's always me who has to do it. Why he or she can't do it. Look, I haven't, I already have been doing it for long and others aren't doing nothing. Can just keep faithful, keep doing what you're doing. God sees your heart. God sees your efforts. God sees your faithfulness and not to look at don't look at others they will have their own they have their own uh, responsibility with God um, again not to whatever we do um, the motives are really important as well not to do everything from competing from trying to be accepted by others, um, look good in the eyes of others, or, again, God sees all the deep motives of our hearts, and you cannot deceive Him. I hope you understood what I wanted to share, and today we're just going to leave it here. We can pray. Uh, I thank you, God, that you truly love us so deeply, that you're faithful uh, to us, and you're 
really powerful in us to help save us from the darkness, from lies, from deceiving lies.